Welcome to Stealing Home KNR. Monday, Monday night, Monday night, long day for a couple of us. Just gonna crush this out this week. Yeah, I just got here from my job. I, do you guys even have jobs? That's a joke. That's a joke. I'm the least employed of all of us. Um, how's it going tonight, boys? Good. Uh, just found out that we got our tickets booked for our LA games. Yeah, everything's all everything's all all set in set in stone now. We're we, staying in Venice Beach, I think. Stones throw from uh, from the ocean. Yeah, like it's it's about a half block. It's gonna be great. Excellent. Me and uh, four Dodgers games. Four. Four, Maybe five, four. depending on when Kershaw's pitching. <laughs> depending yeah. on how nice that sand is on my feet. <laughs> Me and Chris are also shipping a couple skateboards down. <laughs> Started, uh... Yeah. Yo, so, U.S. Customs, we're shipping some illegal Canadian softwood and a hookah down. That's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, they'll be alright with that, I think. Anyway, let's talk about baseball, because this is the Stealing Home Podcast, where we talk about baseball, specifically fantasy. Yeah, how was how was last week for you guys? I'm gonna start with Chris. How was last week for you, Chris? Bismal. I lost. I lost my pitchers. Lost my pitchers at the beginning of the week, and who uh, all went down? Hamels and uh, Paxton both went down. That's tough. And it's tough to recover from, especially when that's your bread and butter. The only thing that kind of helped me was Cueto had a double start, but other than that, it was pretty slow moving. So you picked up an L. I picked up an L. Rob. How do you do? Oh man! Oh, as uh, as some of you listeners might uh, remember, me and Nick were playing each other, and uh, boy, it came down to the wire. Sunday afternoon, sitting there sweating buckets, watching those scoreboards. But so remember last week how we talked about picking up some lottery tickets when you were down in the dumps. I was a pitcher start short last week. I wasn't gonna have all seven starts that I'm allowed to, and so I took a flyer on Tyler Glass now. Who did well, but just not well enough. Yeah, I mean, it definitely uh, paid off for you if it was a bit of a closer game. It would have been like a 40-point difference instead of the 20-point difference that it was. Let me just make clear this up. Like Rob won, right? Rob got yes. the W. Rob okay. won. Uh, we were tied Sunday afternoon. You know, Charlie Blackman hit a big dinger for me. Edwin Diaz got a save. It, it really could have gone either way. That was one of the craziest fantasy weeks I've ever had because I would I was constantly looking at the score and we were never more than fifteen points apart all week long. Stressful. It yeah. was you pulled away because you had a couple guys in the later Sunday games. You pulled that twenty point lead out, but I swear up until that point on Sunday, it was within fifteen points the entire week. Well, I'll tell you what's not going to happen this week, Nick. You're going to be nowhere near me. <laughs> As of tomorrow. Oh, we, had, we got another uh, stealing home matchup this week. Chris McNeil versus uh, Nick the Beard Cowl. I guess I... Is that what I'm being called these days? Real Deal McNeil and the Beard Cowl. All right. Uh, yeah, Chris and I are playing each other this week. Uh, I'm just ringing that one up already. I'm Yeah, I'm calling that a win. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm never doing that again. Every time I think to myself, <laughs> oh, this should be an easy week. Guy pops off for like 400 fantasy points. Hey. That's my team. Uh, so let's head uh, into the injury report. Um, got some tough news today. Hold on. Before we start this, I read a very interesting Reddit thread actually shortly before I got here. And yes, I did take this from Reddit. I didn't do my own research on this. Uh, I think it's something like 30% of all of the MLB players are on the DL right now. If you count 
the 25-man roster as the entirety of MLB players. If you count the 40-man roster, 19% of MLBers are on the DL. Do we have uh, any statistics to compare that to? Is that abnormally I just, high? I No, I didn't have any statistics to uh, compare that to in previous years, but I just, for myself, it feels like everyone's injured this year. And hearing that... It was really interesting because there's something like 225 or 226 or some, somewhere around there. It seems players like all the players that are injured are irrelevant. Like yeah. relevant players yeah. are injured right Speaking now. Speaking of that, what's David Price's timeline looking like right now? Uh, you know what? I am not 100% sure on that. Uh, but last I checked, it was mid-May at the earliest. Hey, I, I would be okay if he came back at the start of June. More than anything, I want David Price to come back healthy. I don't want... and uh, Okay, so I have David Price in my injury reserve. I don't want the Red Sox pulling a Ioannis Cespedes and trotting him out there when he's half injured and getting him fully injured. Because that sucked. (laughs) Nick also has Ioannis Cespedes. I also have Cespedes. Uh, so some bad news, uh, found out today that Jameson Tyon, unfortunately has testicular cancer. He had some groin soreness, uh, on the weekend, uh, hit the 10 day DL. He actually underwent surgery today. It's a real ball buster. <laughs> wow. Super inappropriate. Yeah. Really inappropriate. Um, this is a serious one, Chris. We, uh, you know, we're wishing well for him. I had him on my team. I did drop you. I'm sorry, Tyon, but it's just... It's a long-term rehab. We wish the best for him. We do, we do. Moving forward. Uh, Any other big injuries? I know... One in 250 guys will get testicular cancer in their lives. I was reading that when I was reading the report about Tyon today. So, guys, check your balls. Check your balls. Maybe maybe how about we do this? Maybe uh, for every stealing home hat that we sell, we'll donate 5% proceeds to uh, Testicular Cancer Society of our choosing. Which that sounds we'll like a pretty good yeah, idea. We'll dig into some, some more research on that. So buy some hats, folks. Yeah. Um, Jason Hayward has a sprained finger. Went to the DL. It's a sprained finger. I mean. Uh, I looked it up for you. Price is aiming to be back for a May 29th start-ish. So, so probably early June. June. Probably started June. June. Uh, what's, uh, what's going on with Matt Harvey? Uh, I've heard all sorts of things. Does anyone have, like, has anyone read any reports from today? Because all of my reports were rumors from yesterday. My understanding is that day, or that Matt Harvey didn't show up to the field and didn't let anyone know where he was. So basically everyone freaked out, went to his house, found him in his PJs, to my understanding, just taking the day. Yeah, I know he's been suspended by the Mets without pay, which, you know, sucks, but... I mean, I if so, you're a dominant pitcher, like I guess you can kind of get away with that, but he hasn't pitched that well. You, I don't think you can get away with it at any point. You guys were you, are. you guys were both saying that you think that this could be a reason for him to be off the Mets come season's end. Well, I don't know how soon you throw in the towel on the season, but the Mets could foreseeably not be competitive this year. So at trade deadline, if you're out of it, Maybe you start looking for some younger talent and I trade him while he still has some value. I 100% disagree on that one. I think that the Mets are going to be uh, relevant this year. And even if they don't make playoffs this year because of their rather slow start, uh, their window hasn't closed. I think their window for a championship is still open. I don't think you're selling the 
Sauna. I I disagree. I don't think the pitching rotation can stay healthy enough. I mean, the Syndergaard injury, Stephen Matz, Matt Harvey having these off the the field like, issues. What's that? How is that helping the Mets organization at all? It's no like it's just causing a domino effect. Jacob Degrom's having a quietly very <laughs> successful. Season. That's true. That is That's that is. A I was lining. actually trying to put together a trade for him, but I don't think I'm going to be able to pull that off. Well, it's impossible to trade with the person that owns Jacob Degrom. Yeah, and we all know that. Uh, did you uh, happen to see Trumbo's hit today? His home run? Nope. Hit it four and a half feet off the plate. Really high. Sorry. Yes. Oh right, right. The yeah. shoulder high. Uh, shoulder high. Jesus. Like shin high. As a pitcher, how choked are you? Like, yeah. you threw that thing way up in the zone, and Trumbo... I think I'd be more choked at the pitchers who get home runs hit by Mike Trout, where he digs them where they're probably about three inches off the off the ground. It's like, hey, I probably bounced that thing off home plate, and he still took it yet. Because oh. I've seen him do that more than once. Uh, Russ Martin also hit the DL. Russ Martin's on the DL, yeah. Can we talk about Cole Hamels? Oh, as, as <laughs> and, you mentioned. And... Uh, James Paxton is supposed to miss two starts. What are those injuries? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, Paxton Hamels? Paxton has uh, some kind of discomfort. It's not yeah. Uh, it's not that serious. I don't think. I you know what I have completely divested myself of Paxton because I love the guy. I wish he was still on my team. But after that trade with you, Chris, I just have stopped paying attention to him because small tear comes to my eye every time I think about. Pass. And then Hamels is an oblique strain. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, getting back on the injury thing, like you said, not rushing it. Uh, Noah Syndergaard has stated that he is in no hurry to start throwing the ball for quite a long time. He's really trying to take that injury slow. Uh, if you have him, I mean, fantasy season's only so long. You can only hold out so long. You know, I'm not saying drop him, but at well, least... Well, it depends on how many bench spots you have, but you're yeah. probably not going to drop him. Well, no, that's not. That's why. Yeah, I mean, trade him while he still has some value. Hey, does uh, do either of you guys know what's wrong with Freddie Freeman, and why he's outscoring Paul Goldschmidt and Joey Votto? Yo, it's Freddie Freeman. It's Freddie Freeman. It's really frustrating. I would have paid like thirty dollars less for my first baseman if I would have known he was doing better than uh, Goldschmidt. He's a national treasure. <laughs> he's Canadian. I love Freddie. I haven't. Who doesn't love Freddie Freeman? I had him last year and. He was a relatively unknown, well, not unknown, but my God, his breakout was just amazing. Uh, where are we going next? Any more injuries you want to talk oh, about? Oh, I want to talk about John Gray is Coming scheduled up. to return in the next week and a half to two weeks because I'm given that buffer zone for anyone out there. Uh, he was on the waiver wire. I picked him up today. Um, so if he's on your waiver... Certainly pick him up. He is an ace. He does play in Colorado, which is a little scary, but they got a powerful team and a powerful offense. So I wouldn't say he's an ace. I'd say he's the number one pitcher in Colorado. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, well, he's a Tanaka-esque player then. How would I say that? <laughs> yeah, no, that's um, fine. I want to talk about one player that's actually uh, probably about two weeks away from coming back. And that's Junior Guerrera. He was injured in his first start. Uh, he looked really good in his first start, actually. But he is coming back from injury. He's going to throw a bullpen session this week, followed by two rehab starts, and then he'll be back. Uh, if that's someone that you are looking to take a little bit of a flyer on, uh, he's probably on a lot of waiver wi- waiver wires or free agency spots, and um, I would maybe 
maybe take a chance on him. He's only owning fifty three percent of leagues. So uh, if you're looking for another pitcher, if maybe you have injuries like like we have we've been seeing, or maybe you just have one weak pitcher that's kind of not really doing well for you consistently. Maybe he's someone to pick up now. Yep. Hold, yeah, sit on him for a week or two till he's back and, and try him out. Speaking of injuries, uh, I didn't know this, but I was super surprised about it. Did you know that Adrian Gonzalez has gone on the DL for the first time in his career? No way. It's the first time in his career. He has never been on the DL before. He's been day-to-day. He's taken days off, obviously, but he's never hit the disabled list. Wow. And That's... you know what? He needed to. Because if you've watched Adrian Gonzalez at the plate, you knew that something was up. He yeah. wasn't healthy. Something something was going on there. I'm happy that he's taking some time off to get right because baseball's better when Aegon's playing well. Yeah. Another guy that I kind of want to talk about right now, if you guys are okay with it, is... No, I'm not okay. If you have him on your team... No, we're skipping your guy. <laughs> Rob, what do you have next? <laughs> spit no. it out, spit it out. Um, is, is Jackie Bradley Jr. What do you do with the guy? Oh. Especially in a league like ours, where you have where center when you have to start a center fielder, you like to think he's gonna bounce back. You like to think he's gonna have a good season, but it's it it's almost seems inevitable that he's gonna that whole offense. Gonna, that whole offense is struggling. Yeah, you know. You know what? We talked about this last night actually, and I'll say the same thing right now that I did then, is that Jackie Bradley Jr. is a really good baseball player, and we've talked about this before, really good MLB player, not a great fantasy asset, and everybody's going to jump on me and say, oh, what about last year when he was really good? The thing is, he got off to whatever, like a 30-game a 30 hit, 30 game hit streak or but something like that. that was like only that. his first full season. Yeah, I know, but the thing is, it made the rest of his season look serviceable. The thing about Jackie Bradley Jr. is he's such a good defensive center fielder. He's going to be like uh, Kevin Pillar or Kevin Kiermaier or... I don't even know if you can include Kevin Pillar in that category right Pilar now. is hitting really well right mm-hmm. now. But the thing is, he's going to stay in the lineup based on his defense alone. And we saw it at the end of last season after the All-Star break. His uh, Jackie Bradley's numbers, offensive numbers, dropped off quite a bit. It's... Continued into this season. He's never going to hit above the number six spot. Farrell's not going to put him in the five or the cleanup or the number two spot. So he's not getting a pile of RBIs. He, if he does get on base, he's got not the most pop behind them. He's, I don't think he's an offensive weapon. I don't think that Jackie Bradley Jr. is a very good fantasy player right now or in the going forward. Okay, well, where would you rank him as a center fielder? Well, it depends on what you're asking for in a center fielder. It, because the the reason that Mike Trout is the best player in baseball is because he plays a premium position, center field, plays premium elite level defense, and can hit, and can base run, and can steal. He is the whole package. He's the whole package. No, you can't. Every team isn't going to have a guy like that. And some teams value having a little bit more pop in the bat of their center fielder, and some guys, some teams prefer to have a more defensive mind about it. And I think that the Red Sox are completely okay with having a great defensive talent in Jackie Bradley Jr. manning the field. Because in theory, they have the bats to take them where they need to go anyways. Yeah, but it, he's, gonna, he's hitting between 6 and 8 spot in your order, and... He doesn't need to carry the offense. The fact that he had a great offensive first half of last season is excellent, but 
That's not what he's there to do. I like to think he's going to produce. I, I, I do agree with Nick, and I, I think that is a little bit of a, a safety blanket that he won't get dropped due to, or he won't get dropped down to AAA due to his defense. But I, you know, the guy knows how to hit. Sometimes you just kind of forget, need to make some adjustments to your swing. Yeah. Like he hit 26 home runs last year. He's capable of hitting quality. Well, okay, basically. so like he's so with that line of logic, let's talk about Dansby Swanson then. I was actually going to talk about Trevor's story, but we should talk about both. Sure. Let's go with Swanson first. So I've had Dansby Swanson on my team uh, up until this point. Uh, production just hasn't been there. He had a better week last week, but man, like I'm, I'm flirting with the idea of dropping him. Because how long can you wait for him to break out? Yeah, if you're in a redraft league, if you're in a keeper league, obviously you're not dropping Dansby Swanson. But in a redraft league like ours, there's only so long that you can wait. And, like, is he going to get picked off the waiver wire if he heats up? Yes, he is. Most certainly. But at some point, you can't just keep hoping. And I wanted to talk about Trevor Story, another shortstop in this, uh, and that he had a similar season to uh, Jackie Bradley last year in that he was hot, hot, hot off the get-go. And then he got injured to end the season, but he kind of cooled off a little bit. Had a lot of pop in his bat, and that's the kind of guy he is. But... The league has adjusted to him. His they've uh, all seen him. His strike rate, strikeout rate is way up. His infield fly rate right now is absurd. The guy is just getting underneath of everything, and the and he's just not being a very good offensive he, player right now. But if you had him, I think he's got trade value. I think the name people know. You know, he started off so well last year. You know, he was on pace to break Barry Bonds' home run record for a time, but. You know, I think the the name has got trade value. I would try, you know, packaging him with someone else and shipping him off to greener grasses. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, maybe uh, try to get Chris Bryant in that loop for him or something. <laughs> Chris is really trying hard to get Chris Bryant. Oh, what I would do. Uh, one thing I just wanted to mention, uh, as we talked about Mike Trout, he had an MRI. It came back negative. He hasn't hit the or he hasn't hit the ten day DL. He is still day-to-day, but things are looking on the up and up. Cool. That's good. Uh, baseball's better when Mike Trout's in it, unless you're a Mariners fan. Hey, we, we might be watching Mike Trout. Hopefully. Well, I think the odds are fairly good. Yeah. yeah. End, of, end of June, Trout should be back. We should, yeah, I think we'll End be, of the Trout Trout? I, th- I, think, we'll be, <laughs> I think we'll be lucky enough <laughs> to, uh, to see the two best players in baseball. Well, can you imagine if we got to see Kershaw go against Trout? Yeah, that that could even be a possibility, too. Maybe the three best players in baseball with Arenado, Trout, and Kershaw. Or Charlie Blackman. Shut up. Chuck Nasty. Hey, he's playing better than Mike Trout. I don't know how many times I need to tell you this, Rob. Just because the guy's on your team doesn't make him the best player in baseball. Hey, fantasy points-wise, he's right beside Mike Trout. And his beard's better. Because Mike Trout has no beard. Chuck Nasty. <laughs> Who are better? Charlie Blackman or Jason Worth? Oh. oh. Well, Jason Worth looks like a serial killer without a beard. He looks like a serial killer with a beard. I think Charlie... So does Hunter Pence. There's a couple serial killer looking guys. Charlie Blackman kind of looks like he lives in the mountains in Colorado in like a small hunting shack. And just like fends for himself. Jason Worth looks like he has newspaper clippings all around his house. Of murders. Hunter Pence doesn't look like a serial killer more so than he looks like 
the guy who's I'm, oh I'm not, oh oh a Home Alone guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he kind of looks like him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Hunter Pence kind of woke up last week. Uh, had a home run today. Had uh, I think one or two last week. Oh, Giancarlo Stanton, four home runs in three days. Is Morning, he, bud. What is what team is he on again? Is he the best player in baseball now too? <laughs> They're all the best players. All everyone on my team is the best player in baseball right now. Oh, okay, oh, one sec. I got a great. We should do top ten uh, players that look like serial killers. As like maybe a I'm fully episode. I'm fully committed to that next week. <laughs> Zach Ranky. Oh, yeah, he looks more zombie. No, he looks like he he's got a killed zombie. by a serial killer. <laughs> came back. No Roberto man. Osuna? That looks like the guy who Granky looks like the guy Osuna who lo- has look- lost a lot and is like out for vengeance. Yeah, yeah. I got those dead hey, eyes. He's gonna have a great year this year. He's having a great year already. He is having a great year. I should have traded for him when I had the opportunity. Sure. I should have pulled the trigger. Uh, I think that wraps it up. Listen in next week. We'll have our top 10 serial co- killing <laughs> looking MLB players. Hunter Pence can be on that list. No, we're going to have more fantasy relevant stuff. We But a quick top 10. <laughs> a quick okay. top 10. Extended episode. You can't tell the people that we're going to do all these joke stuff and then that's the oh, end I'm doing it. I'm, I'm like oh, going to yeah. break it down. Reel it. Gotta, gotta reel it. Reel it in, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Clickbait. Clickbait. <laughs> June 22nd to 27th, we're going to be in LA. We're going to be a stone throw from Venice Beach. If you want to come hang out with us, we've got a hat for somebody. Uh, we're going to bring a couple hats down. Oh, yeah. we got the movement going. Yeah, maybe we'll just toss them from the balcony at Dodger Stadium. Like uh, the rock stars we are. Yeah. Maybe we'll yell at Charlie Blackman until we, should... we get his attention and get him to wear the stealing hat. Also, if you're from LA and you happen to listen to this, I'm probably going to wear a lot of Colorado gear. Let me know if I'm going to get, like, stabbed or something, because I'd rather not, but I also really want to wear Colorado gear, so... I don't think that it, that the Dodgers fans hate Colorado. I think it's Who's just to say? Giants fans that they hate. Ah, uh, well, I have a Giants hat as well. Yes, you do. So, I'm going to wear that. Oh, I'm wearing the <laughs> Mets hat to the Mets game we're going to. Don't hurt us, please. Uh, anyways, that's it for us this week. Well, they don't know we lo- oh, oh, Instagram. Instagram, we're all over that. Yeah. Um... You can follow us on Instagram at Stealing Home KNR and Twitter as well. Also, shoot us an email at stealinghomeknr at gmail.com. Love to know some places to check out in LA. Uh, love to hear from you guys. Uh, yeah, that does it for us this week. Thanks for listening once again. Ciao.